Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to talk about what causes overwhelm and what you can do about it. Rolly, kick us off. I've, I've got an interesting one at the moment. Uh, alongside my day job, uh, I run a scout group or I, I run the senior section in a scout group and we want to go camping over the summer vacation or just before the summer vacation and COVID's rearing its head. So, and you know what? We just started chunking it down into little bits and we take little steps, little by little. And uh, what's the saying? We're eating the elephant one bite at a time. And that's how I'm trying to get over that overwhelm. But it was, I must say yesterday at six o'clock in the evening, it wasn't fun, a fun place to be. Mm. There's a lot about overwhelm. There's a lot going on. But I think, uh, and partly the conversations we've had uh, and, and the, the, the 10 minute hits, just being able to look at where we're at, what we're doing, what is the one thing we can do just to move us that little bit forward. It's almost like the 1% marginal gain. What's the one thing we need to do just to get, let's do that and then see where we're at. Reevaluate and crack on. So to the original question, what causes overwhelm? I would say it's, it's, it's having more on your plate than you're able to handle. And that could be personal, that could be business, yeah. which causes stress, which causes that feeling of overwhelm. So to Raleigh's point, the next step is some of this we can control and some of it we can't, but making, um, making a plan to do what you can, control what you can, and learn the word no. Yep. That helps a lot. Mm -hmm. That overwhelming feeling. With the caveat that there are some things that happen in our lives that will overwhelm us and we have no control and we can't say no, but that's not all. No, and in those cases, all you have to do is just keep breathing, keep your head above water. You know, if if nothing else, tread water, right? That's isn't that when you're in the ocean, if you get stuck, roll over on your back and just float and breathe. That's all you have to do, and then figure out the next thing next. So I think too often people think that they are absolutely have no choice and they absolutely have no options. Mm. An awful lot more than is the case. So yeah. Jim, you've been quiet. What do you think? Yeah, well, um, I, I had sort of an insight in terms of understanding myself and what contributes to my own overwhelmness. And um, looking back, you know, we think of caffeine as the great enabler. You know, wake up, get your coffee or tea or whatever, and you're good to go. But, but after a certain point, caffeine tends to add to the anxiety mm. and to the sense of overwhelm. So you really have to be moderate in that. And for me also, um, any alcohol the night before, I mean, you may feel overwhelmed, you know, you may have a cocktail or something like that the night afterwards, but then the day after that sort of two things happens. One is I tend to be a little bit more anxious mm. and two, I'm not able to handle the same level of complexity as I did prior. And it could be really minor, just a glass of wine will sort of set me over and interrupt my sleep patterns as well. So I think that monitoring those things can be very helpful. Mm, yeah, prepare yourself and manage as much as you can. That makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in whatever we can, it's about planning and then adjusting the plan so that we don't fill up too quickly. Yeah. yeah. Looking at what you can control. I think that to your point, Kristen, that's what people don't look at. And as humans, we tend to want to control things that are not within our control and we ignore the things that are within our control. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's managing control and also managing complexity. 
to rally. I mean, we, we just have another layer of complexity with this whole COVID thing where we have to coordinate with distant parties and, you know, communication be, can be asynchronous with that. And I think that's adding to everyone's stress level right now. But then I think recognizing that when you add complexity, you have to have add time to the planning. Often say I have six weeks to accomplish this goal, and then during that six weeks, they add another fifty percent of things to get done. Yes. And they forget to say if I'm going to add complexity, yes. and and often I need to add budget. Yeah. Don't yes. add yeah. Yeah. It's those add-ons. You have to add on time to handle the add-ons that are put on your plate. And isn't Absolutely. it interesting how so many of us tend to create our schedule in such a way that there's no room for that? Even though we know, like we know there's going to be, you know, things that happen, flat tires, have to make a grocery run, whatever it is, and but we don't book that in. Why is it as humans that we don't, are we so afraid we might have extra time? Is that even a thing? I've, I've had to do that. Um, because I give my clients my schedule and they may book themselves anytime they please. So if I don't book some time off to get things done, it, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that's quite, uh, 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 there's a new feature that's come in my email program that just says, do you want to look at, book out focus time today in a two hour spot? I don't know if you've noticed that. Do you have a two-hour spot? Yeah, well, it just it just it comes up at the start of the week, and it just goes block, 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 book. So you've got focus time three times a week, and just gets okay. blocked out. Yeah, it, AI working for us. The machines are working for us for a change. Was well, that part of managing overwhelm? Is creating that flex mm -hmm. time? I know for me, I typically don't book things on Fridays because that gives clients somewhere to push to if they end up. Mm. Where they, That's smart. I'm like, okay, well, I always have us always is a strong term. Usually I have a spot on Friday that I can push somebody into if something comes up during the week where they can't take their regular slot. If I didn't have that, then it would be juggle city and that would be stressful and cause overwhelm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. And, and I think that it's going back to knowing what your optimum abilities are and what they aren't. So when you want to be a perfectionist and you want to do everything perfect, it's not going to happen. You're going to cause yourself stress. But even recent studies are showing that an optimum work time is about 25 to 30 hours mm. a week. Yeah. You lose the ability to work as effectively or efficiently. So if you're going to add drink to that and you're going to add partying and not sleeping to that, then that optimum time is less. And I think, again, it's about being honest and realistic about what you're capable of doing and controlling all that you can. And how much, I know we've talked about this on Quick Hits before, how much you allow other people to take over your available time and the difference between available time and free time and, and being able to create that in your schedule for yourself. Because if you let other people run your schedule, you're gonna get overwhelmed. And there, and there are times that can be helped. You're a mother of three children under five years old you've got three people running your schedule. You don't have that option. Right. So there are those moments or there are those times in our life where we don't have control. But most of the time we have a modicum of control over what we can plan and take on. Mm -hmm. How do you notice when you're overwhelmed? Is it something you notice when it's happening? We only have like- oh, you know it. 
yeah, yeah. As I've got older and become more aware of it, more experienced of it, gone through it enough times and had thankfully had enough people during the early days to, to help coach me through in the understanding of it, I now get better at it. And it's just like, I might, I might shout in the shower because I'm get, getting grumpy, but at least I, I'm stressed. Yesterday wasn't good. I'm going to solve today and I'm going to do, I don't know, go for a walk and write a list and then just tick off the easy things quickly. Mm. I, I find it, you rec I recognize those a lot better now in terms of the, the science. I'm interested in what, what, how other people experience it. How do you notice, Jim? Um, oh, I, I just feel it. For me, it's anxiety. You know, I, I just get anxiety. And, and in my business being investments, there's a lot of things you can't control, right? So, so it's helpful to be able to distinguish what you can control, what you can't control. Forgive yourself for what you can't control, but make adjustments as needed. Kristen, what about you? How do you notice when you have overwhelm? <laughs> it's yeah. physical. I feel it. I, I feel the anxiety raising up in my body. I must, you know, just, I get mad at myself, which is ridiculous. I'm now overwhelmed and I'm going to add anger and self-loathing to it because that doesn't make sense. Because I wonder, why didn't you plan this better? Why didn't you think this through better? So, um... So I, I, I try to get ahead of things, but that I feel it. I physically feel it, and then I make it worse by getting angry about it. Yeah, same. I know I need to go for a bike ride when I start, and just like, not okay. So definitely. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me about overwhelm. Um, I think it is something that a lot of us are dealing with right now with COVID and everything else we're trying to manage. So thank you for sharing your tips and ideas, and I look forward to having another conversation with you very soon.